Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you find as a leader that to get things done, you tend to use your authority in your position to be able to tell people what you want them to do? Well, that's certainly where I was throughout my military and corporate career, and it never seemed to get the results that I needed from working with people. If that's you, stick with me, because this week, I want to help you to look at it a different way and to do things in a way that people end up wanting to do what it is that you want them to do. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, VUCA Leadership and Sustainable Performance Coach. And today I want to continue our conversation around the relationship management competencies by helping you to lead with influence. Influence is totally different to power. Power is something that you have. Influence is something that you do. Many people have realized over their career that it's not about telling, it's about showing. And I certainly learned that late in my career. People want you to demonstrate what it is that you want them to do. They want to feel like they're a part of it. And that's what influence is all about. There's a great book that I've read by Robert Cialdini called The Power of Influence. And he steps through these six facets of influence that really help you to be able to lead people in a way where they want to go along with the journey with you. Now, just like everything else, he wrote that book in a positive way to help people to be able to eliminate conflict and stress and all the challenges that come with leadership. However, you could use those same six principles to manipulate. And that's not what we're talking about here. A leader is someone who wants to help you to get where you're going so that collectively you all end up where you need to end up. It's not about telling them. It's not about having that power over them. It's about sharing a collective goal that you're all working on together. Collaboration is one of the key elements of teamwork. And for you to lead a collaborative team, you need to use this thing called influence. So what I want to do today is just unpack some key elements that I think we need to look at so that we become a more influential leader. And although we still hold the power, we don't need to use it. That using that stick of power is very much old school. It's back from the industrial age where there was a manager that lorded over everybody. He knew everything about everything. Nobody knew anything except what they were told to do. In this volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world that we live in right now, that doesn't work. In fact, it didn't work all that well back then. So we want to make sure that we're the type of leader that people want to follow, where they get up of a morning and they go to work happy and ready 
to serve using the skills and the gifts and the talents that they've got a leader that cares about them. So let's consider five key ideas around this area of influence. Number one is communication. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Communication is one of the most powerful tools that a leader needs to master. We're talking about the fact that communication is more than one way. It's not about telling. It's a a collection of listening and telling and receiving and encoding and decoding. And if you didn't get to listen to that episode or watch it, go back and find the episode on communication. Communication is a process and people need to be communicated with in a way that is the way they learn. It's not a matter of just communicating the way you need to be communicated to. We need to give people what they need so in turn they can give us what we want. Communication is a vital area for every leader. And unfortunately, one of the big challenges in organizations is that people think communication has taken place. Okay, I've told them something, I can go away now and that'll get done. No, communication is far deeper than that. And an influential leader must be able to communicate clearly, concisely, with credibility. But communication is not enough. The second thing that we need is consultation. We're in this together. This isn't about the leader needing to just dictate everything. This is getting consultation and buy-in from other people, asking them questions, getting their input. And does it mean that everything that they say needs to be done? No. It means that everybody's involved and therefore they are driving themselves, not needing you to do that. Listening to people tells them that they're valued considering the fact that they may even have some input which is valuable is something that a lot of people don't get working under the leader that they're working under. So making sure that you're asking others for their input regularly, asking them what they feel, what they think, what they hear in what it is that you're saying, getting a deeper understanding with the individuals and the collective within your team. Number three is compassion. A compassionate leader cares about their people. They seek to understand rather than just want to be understood. A compassionate leader has empathy and sees things through the lens of those that they lead. If they don't understand, they ask questions. They're curious. And this compassionate leader is what people want to follow. Number four is commitment. Committed to yourself, committed to the cause, committed to your people. Staying true to what it is that you say you're going to do. Having that integrity that builds trust where people know that you can be relied upon. Staying firm and persisting when times are tough. Leading the process of pushing through. Being able to be committed to what it is that each and every individual that you're leading needs from you. And the biggest thing is being committed to having a culture where it's okay to get things wrong. It's okay for everyone not to know everything, 
to need to ask questions, to need to get some certainty, whatever it is, so that this beautiful group of human beings that you work with can navigate where it is that you're going. Being committed to them even when they get it wrong. Being committed to what it is that you said you were going to do. This is a key trust builder of an influential leader. And number five is confidence. A confident leader is influential. Remember I said that power is something you have, but influence is something that you do. And when people see you doing the things that show them the way, they have confidence in you. When you do what you say you're going to do, that builds that confidence. When they're looking for answers, they have confidence that you will either have the answer or you'll help them to find it. They've got confidence that they're going to be listened to, that they're going to be valued. So they have confidence in you. They have confidence in what they're going to receive from you. And all this breeds confidence in themselves. When the people that you lead are confident in their own abilities, the competence to do what it is that you all need to do to get where it is that you need to go, goes to another level. Influential leaders have power, but they don't need to use it. They draw on that inner certainty, compassion, and empathy. They use their confidence. They give credit where it's due. They let people know when they make mistakes. All these things that go against those internal uncertainties that we might have, they're the things that make people want to follow you. So once again, just like every one of these relationship competencies, the foundation for building these is that personal power back in the self-awareness quadrant, being able to remove those limiting thoughts and beliefs and behaviours, to keep the behaviour under control, to navigate your emotions in a healthy way. They're the foundations of being able to be an influential leader because these things that we've just talked about that we need to be able to do so that we can influence, they need that vulnerability. They need that ability for it to be okay to get it wrong, all these things. So influential leaders are the type of leaders that people want to follow. So what about you? What is it that you could do to become more influential within your team, within your organization? Consider which one of those areas you're going to work on first. And just like with everything else, start a journey of incremental change where you look at one thing that you can shift in your mindset and in your behavior so that you can become the type of leader that people want to follow. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we continue to build on these relationship management competencies so that we can be the type of leader that works well with others and gets them to go where they want to go without all that conflict and stress. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe 
Enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.